0: Welcome back to another podcast here with myself, Andy Coleman, and this podcast series is Small Groups Equipped to Lead, where we want to train you and equip you to be the best small group leaders that you can. And if you are listening to this and you're not in a small group leader, you're most welcome. Um, We hope that it will equip you and you'll see you. And this is the second podcast of three in our mini series, Looking Into the Bible. Last week, we spent time discussing what the Bible is and why we come to read it. And today we're looking a little bit more practically on how to do this well and how can we find true joy in reading the Bible. It is something that I've had to wrestle with and definitely continue to wrestle with. And then to help me think through this further, we have the wonderful Alison Williams back with us. So, Alison, welcome back.
1: Thanks for having me, Andy. It's lovely to see you again.
0: So today we're discussing quite a big topic that I know is very relevant for many people today listening to this. And it's about how do we find joy in the Bible? I know this is something that I very much struggle with myself at times and something it just feels so hard to really have joy in in the study of scripture. So Alison, where would you start in addressing this?
1: Yeah, thanks, Andy. I think um, just reminding ourselves again of what we talked about last week. We were saying that sometimes... Uh, we have the wrong view of the bible and that can lead us to being discouraged so if we think you know I just read the bible to have that moment where the lights come on and I've had this great moment of information download or understanding the bible that when we don't get that every time we can feel discouraged we don't want to keep reading or perhaps we you know opened the bible to get God to give us an answer that we were looking for and we read something random about you know that Trimming our beards or something, and we're like, Why didn't God answer me? Um, that perhaps sometimes having a wrong view of the Bible can cause us to not have joy in reading the Bible. So, just a little reminder again of what we talked about last week we were talking about that the Bible isn't a historic artifact, it's not just some religious text or. Guidebook for life, but rather the Bible is God's word to us about His Son. Um, And we looked, didn't we, at Hebrews 1 and how God has given us His final word about the finished act of salvation through His Son. The Bible is God's inspired word um, so that we can know Him and understand what He has done in the world. And so ultimately, through the Bible, we come to know God as the Holy Spirit opens our hearts and minds to receive Jesus and to grow in our understanding of his love for us and the world. And so I think having that kind of big perspective on the Bible can help us to understand more of what the Bible is. And, you know, the Bible describes itself as pure and as light, as imperishable, as enduring, as good, as living and active, all these things, because it is the word about Jesus and it is brought to life in our hearts by his spirit. And so when we read our Bibles day by day, when we are in the Word, we should expect we should expect joy and life um, to come. Rather than, you know, my to-do list, read the Bible, tick it off, um, which is what I am definitely guilty of. That we should have more expectancy, really, to meet with the God who wants to meet with us as we read the Bible.
0: Yeah, thank you. And yeah, I think we did mention that last week, but it's about recognizing that we've been brought into this relationship with the living God and treasuring that, and about how actually insane and great that is. That you know, the God that created the world, the universe around us, and created you and me wants to know us, um, and He wants us to know Him.
2: Yeah.
0: that that is kind of recapping what we talked about last week, and you know, think about our motivation on coming to read the Bible and understanding what the Bible is and you know, it's all about, we looked last week, it's all about coming to see who Jesus is, and then who we are in light of Jesus. And and the Bible makes claims that, you know, we can have great joy in reading the Bible. This is kind of what the Bible says about itself, that it should be our treasure. And, and it's because we're coming to know who Jesus is through it. And reflecting just on this podcast and um, on this theme, just, I came to Psalm 19, and I won't won't read all of it because it's not the biggest Psalm, but I will just read from verse 7 to 10. And it says this The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making the wise simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The decrees of the Lord are firm, and all of them are righteous. They are more precious than gold, than much pure gold. They are sweeter than honey, than honey from the honeycomb. And I think these words are incredible. And it's a it's a real challenge for me thinking about you know the law of the Lord. You know it starts with verse seven. The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. Yeah. And that's why that's you know why we come to read the Bible is that it's actually refreshing to us. It refreshes our soul. It gives us strength and energy and life and It says that throughout scripture, not just in this verse, but I think that's a real encouragement to me.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. To keep reading the scriptures because this is what they'll do for you. Mm Um, and just really struck by how in Psalm 19, it's a reflection on how we know God. So Mm -hmm. we know God through the skies and the heavens and his handiwork. to truly know God we we need his scriptures we need him to reveal himself to us Mm -hmm. and uh, you know just that reflection on what is more precious than gold well Jesus is the treasure hidden in the field isn't he he is the one that we come to know through the scriptures and just that relational element of the 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 bible we're refreshed and perfected and uh, made pure through Jesus who is the one who comes to us through the word um and so this psalm is is just it's a great challenge isn't it because do i ever think oh i need to go and read the bible because um it is perfect and refreshing <laughs> um but it is and it is because it brings us to the lord jesus who is our rock and our redeemer as it says in verse 14 of that psalm.
2: Yeah.
0: it's just the valley that it has been like it's more precious than gold and much pure gold
2: that's right
0: yeah you know we can talk about this for hours, and being how great Jesus is, and how great the Bible is at revealing who Jesus is. Um, that's what we talked about last week, that's what the Bible is about. But then, you know, even just having this conversation, it feels like there's a little conflict inside of me. There's moments when we still find this really difficult. We can have the best motivation, and we can have the best understanding of what the Bible is,
2: mm.
0: but there's still moments where we just find this day-to-day quite difficult, I'll you know, just daily Bible reading. So can you relate with me on that, Alison?
2: <laughs> yes,
1: I definitely can
0: relate to you
1: with that. And, and and the really encouraging thing is the Bible relates to you on that as well. So, yeah. you know, as a, um, as a team, we've been pondering Mark's gospel, haven't we? And mm-hmm. thinking about the parable of the sower and how when the word is sowing, there is a spiritual battle going on, isn't there? And so even as Christians, as we maybe listen to the word being preached, or we read the Bible for ourselves, we are engaging in a spiritual battle. So there are times when um, the enemy tries to snatch away the word that's been sown, or um we get distracted by other things that come in, or, or anxiety chokes out what we have read. And I I really, I really know in my own life, there have been times where I just feel so frustrated because I'm reading the word and I'm not even seeing anything or hearing anything. And and I think there's lots of reasons why that happens. As I said, we have an enemy at work. We're also um, in a process of dying to the flesh aren't we that the Holy Spirit is at work within us but there's still a battle raging there and there are times when we really um are struggling to live God's way say and we don't want to listen to his voice you know it's much easier to disagree with someone that you're not in relationship with so if I don't read the Bible God's not going to be talking to me so I can just get on with it um and so you know hebrews 4 says the word of god is living and active and will penetrate and 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 you know expose uh what's going on in our lives and we just like uh, actually i don't want that at the minute so we don't we don't read the bible or we read the bible really quickly just in case um something is exposed or other times we're just so distracted and we just are put in our efforts into other relationships mm-hmm. other ambitions other things so you know like in that parable any joy in the scriptures is just choked because we're distracted mm-hmm. um i know myself over the last um 7 months i've been going through a real season of um sadness and and kind of a, a depression just because of some things that have happened within my family and you know i find reading the bible at times quite hard and I suppose I see it like I, you know, when you're feeling low and sad, you don't really want to sit down with someone and have a coffee with them. You'd rather just have time on your own. And so sometimes we we don't really want to have, we don't have the energy to have that relationship. Um, And so that can also be at work. You know, we are living, not just in a battle internally or even with the enemy, but there's also the reality of life in a fallen world is hard and that sometimes that heaviness comes on us and we just don't have the the energy or uh, the strength maybe to to really find joy in the scriptures
0: yeah definitely I can relate to that that is uh, life is often very difficult (laughs) yes but what has been an encouragement uh, for you just recently
1: yeah well as I say spending time in the word isn't always comfortable or easy um and you know I find over the last season, I'll I'll, I'll speak a bit more personally maybe, but over the last season, what I find very helpful, especially on the days where I maybe haven't read the Bible myself or been struggling to do that, is to have a community of people around me who are almost believing it for me and reminding me of God's goodness, and who might you know share something from the scriptures or just lift me up um, to look at Jesus again and His goodness. Um, one friend sent me a lovely book of devotional psalms in the post, and um, it was just it was just right for that moment. You know, it wasn't deep theological bible study it was just reflecting on how this how the people in the psalms relate to god and how god relates to them and that was very comforting and helpful um and also some days you know and i really had a sense of the lord's everlasting arms around about me on the last podcast i shared that deuteronomy 33 passage that i found so helpful and you know when we're in relationship with the god who's revealed in scriptures we find him to be true to who he is and so even though i was struggling to move to him he was constantly um moving to me and helping me and you know i i had that experience but i have to say friends community people bringing the word to me was was really a help in the last season and has always been actually Mm -hmm. through my christian life
0: yeah yeah that's that is encouraging and I feel like just what you mentioned there being you know God's with you his presence there his everlasting arms are there and he's pulling himself towards you and so you don't feel like you have to come to the Bible so you can bring yourself close to God but actually God's there God's there with you and he's coming to know you so you're just responding to him
2: yeah
0: Yeah, I can say similarly where I've just gone through times where I've just really struggled to read the Bible and enjoy just enjoy reading the Bible but actually having people there to go through it with you so you're not you're not doing it on your own but you're just reflecting on it with other people it's just such an encouragement
2: Um, and
0: I think yeah I've been quite lucky and quite blessed to have a one-to-one or a mentor um, just to go through the bible with me for the last so many years actually and that's been such a true joy to me where I'm not just sitting there by myself with a text open and having to bring myself to kind of explore everything in it but actually I'm just having a like we're doing now we're just having a conversation about a passage and I'm just working away through a book. Mm. And then together you're able to discuss what this is saying and discuss who Jesus is. And together you're finding out and discovering Jesus more, which is so helpful because it's almost like you're having someone there to do it with you. Um and to support you and encouraging you alongside you.
1: Mm,
2: absolutely it really is, isn't
1: it? Mm. And I just think reading the Bible with others is, is a crucial part of this finding joy, isn't it? I mean, throughout the scriptures, God draws near to his people individually, but also in community. And therefore we should expect that today, shouldn't we? That as we read his word, we will hear his voice, whether we're on our own, but even more so when we're with the community of believers. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess that's why you're really motivated to encourage CU you small groups because we want that community to be built up and strengthened in the joy of the Lord, mm-hmm. um, not just sort of motivated to, to do some jobs on campus, but we really want people to find joy in the scriptures as they read the Bible together and as they grasp hold of the reality of what Jesus brings. But personally as well, Andy, I find one-to-one Bible studies to be a wonderful source of joy and It's almost like companionship, isn't it? You know, it's like when Jesus meets the two on the road to Emmaus and he talks them through what the Bible is about, you know. When you're one-to-one with someone, you're like journeying through and looking at Jesus together and finding out more about him. And I often pray, you know, that my heart would burn within me (laughs) as I'm in a one-to-one or in a small group. Which isn't, you know, it's not the experience that we have all the time, isn't it? But there are times when we really do find joy in relationship with others that helps us in our
2: relationship with Jesus,
0: I think. Completely. And there's so many different elements to this that bring out joy, where everyone, what I I love in in now being here and working with CUI and more of this role where I'm helping lead others and bring others through this and I'll prepare a Bible study I'll look through notes and try to understand what the passage is saying and trying to lead people through but then in a conversation I'll have someone brings out something that I never thought about before in the text and I'm just like like blown away but like that's actually so cool how have I missed that or how come I didn't see it but you know everyone sees different parts of the Bible like the Holy Spirit works in everyone's lives differently and it's such an encouragement seeing people's like understanding of what God's saying to them through and Yeah. I use that to encourage me so often where I'm like, I think I think <laughs> I know the text and I'm ready to lead on this. But actually again, like just in that conversation, that discussion is like so yeah. encouraging to do it with people and where they can bring different truths that you haven't seen. Yeah. And you can just discuss that and apply that together.
1: Absolutely. And it's the Holy Spirit speaking the word of god to us today Mm. Uh, that the bible isn't just static i mean in the sense that the holy spirit is in our hearts and he helps us to understand how it relates today to us and i think that's a really important thing to expect that the spirit would would be at work in that way so you know it's the same word (laughs) um but as you say we we all appreciate new things and find out new things from it.
2: It's wonderful, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So, you know, we spent, you know, the last wee while here talking about, like, the encouragement and the joy of doing it with people, with, you know, um, with one-to-ones in one of those discipleship relationships and a group in a Bible study. But mm-hmm. what is the importance of, you know, just yourself in the morning or the evening to spending time um, individually with God and through his Scripture?
1: Mm, yeah, I think um, it's so important, isn't it, in this world where there's so much going on, there's so many voices, um, there's so much to read, there's so much information and especially at the minute when we're spending a lot of time online, we are constantly being bombarded with messages. And as we said earlier, we're in this spiritual battle where the enemy wants to deflect our attention away from Jesus and his gospel. What well, we need, to to sit and listen to God and not just listen to all the other voices. Um, And so spending time alone with the Bible open and just listening to what is true and what is real and what is the real story of the world. So we're hearing all sorts of, you know, this ruler or this uh, leader or this disease or this technology or whatever. And actually what is true? The truth is that God is at work in this world. He has redeemed and brought all things under his son. And one day we are going to see him revealed in all his glory. And there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth and a home of righteousness. And we, we need that in our hearts every day because we forget, we get it all crowded out. It gets snatched away. We need to keep coming to the Lord and just as in any relationship, if we're not listening to the other person, if we're not in communion and conversation with them, the relationship is going to diminish, isn't it? And so if we want to know God and enjoy that relationship with him, we'll do that by listening to his voice and and bringing our prayers and our desires before him too. So because the Bible is a book of relationship, we need to be in that relationship on a daily basis, don't we?
0: Yeah, that's really helpful, and I do love what you said that it's true. (laughs) What what is written down in the Bible and what it says about God and Mm -hmm. the story and the world is true, and who we are in light of that is true. And we need to stop and think and reflect on that truth. And in just last week in our team days up in here in the north, we're looking at Psalm one hundred and thirty nine, and it is such a beautiful. It's one of my favorite psalms. It's amazing. Um, It's so wonderful and rich and it talks about us as being gods like god created us he made us together we are fearfully wonderfully made and i was just reflecting being like i don't know if we view ourselves in this way in this culture and thinking about you know this is the truth but yet yet we have to sit there and meditate on this and believe it because the culture around us and in social media and everything else that we're kind of shaped by it just we don't necessarily believe well we can know it but we don't believe what it says and so i just yeah i think i just really like that and you know we're spending time in scripture to see what is true and know what is true and let that shape us as we live and because we need we need to um we need to be reminded of that and we need to be reminded of the gospel every day and to live by it thank you that's yeah encouraging me to read my bible more often <laughs>
1: I have to say, sometimes my husband says to me, Alison, turn off the news. Stop reading it. Read your Bible. <laughs> and uh, and he's right. You know, sometimes I'm like, have you seen this? Have you seen the latest figures? Have you heard what's going on? And um, he's just like, that is not feeding your soul. That is not causing you to think God's thoughts after him. Turn it off. And read your bible mm. and uh, it's a great it's a great it's great to have someone in your life like that
0: and i feel like when and i think we we're reflecting before being like we're both just quite tired um mm-hmm. <laughs> they feel quite drained and you know in psalm 19 again mm-hmm. i just have it in front of me so i remembered but you know the law of the lord is perfect refreshing the soul yeah if we feel burdened and tired why are we so consumed by like <laughs> world news and politics and everything else but We can come and find refreshment and find peace in the word of God which is true and it does bring it does bring refreshment and does bring peace Um, yeah definitely and I feel yeah I feel like when we're you know just bringing this back to the community that we're in as well when we're in the word then we encourage those around us as well when we have this mindset and this attitude of like this is what the this is what is true this is what the Bible says we can encourage one another um, and in those relationships and those communities just with those around us we can bring encouragement and joy to them
1: yeah it's, it's absolutely true isn't it every wednesday evening um we have a we, we do a 40 minute home group <laughs> on zoom we call it home group extreme and uh, <laughs> before we come we have all um reflected on the sermon from sunday and some of the reflection questions and i have to say that 40 minutes on on zoom is the most helpful one of the most helpful moments in the week it really kind of realigns my my ideas and what i'm thinking about and where i'm focusing and we just talk about the scriptures and pray and it's over and it really it does this work of reviving and refreshing and getting our eyes on the right things rather than on all that's going on you know in the world Mm -hmm. and we're able to rejoice in who God is and in salvation and also pray for a reviving of us as his people and you know further into the world as well
0: yeah but life is increasingly busy or like there's just so many things and distractions and I feel like that's why it is important to spend time in the morning before you start the day reflecting on the truth on scripture and what Jesus says and the truth on the gospel and what we've been brought into. I think everyone would encourage everyone to spend time each day in the word and actually just enjoying and experiencing this for yourselves. So you know, that is our encouragement to do is you know, spend time pretty much every morning, every day at some stage and just reflect on this, meditate on what what is true what is the bible saying about jesus about his world about us but how can we encourage this um discipline without without feeling like it's a task that we have to do
1: yeah that's a that's a really good question isn't it because um i think probably most people we have that feeling of i want to read the bible Uh, and I have to read the Bible and it can all get a bit jumbled up can't it and I think um well certainly my default setting is often to um almost like a pharisaism of I need to do this to be right with God whereas Jesus makes me right with God so therefore his his love in my heart should drive me to to read in the Bible and so I feel that one of the key pieces from myself is that I come repentantly to the Bible. So I'm repenting before I start even that perhaps I'm coming for the wrong motives or I'm coming reluctantly. Or you know, just laying on my heart before the Lord and saying, Lord, I don't really feel like reading the Bible. Please forgive me. Um I mean you would never say that to anybody else, would you? You wouldn't say, oh Andy, I don't really feel like talking to you, but I'm gonna but you know we say I have to say that to the Lord because he's the only one who can change my heart. And then having been repentant, then prayerfully expect the Lord to speak. So I would I would say, you know, starting with that prayerful attitude and the reali- the realization that we are sinners in a battle, mm-hmm. but we have a great savior who is in our hearts by his spirit. So so yeah, we need to, to realign, don't we, through through prayer. Mm-hmm. And then I for me personally. I really recommend reading the Bible in big chunks, you know, really allowing the Bible to shape your worldview. Um, so, you know, for years and years, I maybe read a verse here, first verse there, and ha- answered a few questions in notes, and that's fine, and there are times on there where that's just what you can manage, and, you know, there are devotional guides, and like that book I told you about, the Psalms really helped me. But... know in normal seasons in normal life i would say you know just spend time reading the bible um we have a a very good friend called ron frost who is um he was huge mentor for for many many years and ron just reads the bible for 40 minutes every day and he reads the bible at least three times a year And when you talk to Ron, and he's been doing it for 30 years or more. When you talk to Ron, his conversation is just full of the Bible because the Bible is his worldview. And it is so refreshing to talk to Ron, you know, in the way that we've seen in Psalm 19. And so Hugh and I have adopted some of that. Um, Hugh would read the Bible three times in the year himself. I'm not quite there, Um, but I would read... um, the Bible a few times a year and just letting the Bible take over your mind. Now I um, had a, a colleague when we were working in Italy and what we would do we'd just read the Bible um, through the week so maybe half an hour a day something like that and as we're reading just underline things that would stand out to us and then we get together and for 10 minutes I would read the bits that I'd underlined And then we'd stop, we'd put a timer on our phone and we'd stop and then she'd read the 10 minutes um, of what she'd been underlining in the Bible. And it was just amazing to sit and listen to what God had been speaking into the life of the other. But also, even though we were often in different parts because maybe um, depending on when we'd started or whatever, there was so much overlap, even though maybe I was reading from the Gospels and how, and how was back in Genesis say or something like that that it was just so wonderful to see this overview of the Bible that's all about Jesus and all about God's salvation so that I would really encourage anyone to to do that so there's that kind of reading the Bible for yourself but also then reading it um, with others and also encourage things like listening to the Bible so sometimes when I'm in the car um, I have this i have the niv on um my itunes and i have some very interesting accents reading it to me um but you know sometimes i just you know maybe listen to a gospel on a on a journey and it's so enriching and helpful um that you know, just get in huge chunks I think I'm making this point aren't I? huge chunks of the bible into your head and into your heart so that you will know Jesus better and you'll be more confident in God's word for us now that's not in any way to undermine just spending a day or a morning looking at one verse from a psalm I think that's also helpful but in the context of have of really getting into the bible for yourself
0: yeah that's really helpful that's really helpful and it would be you know, a joy to do. I feel like those that do it rejoice <laughs> that they've done it and really enjoy it. And you know, they will be great for all of us today. I feel like if we as a church were in God's word and being shaped and formed by Him, yeah. we would be we will stand out, we'll shine like stars, and we'll be encouraging to we'll be we a blessing to those around us. Yeah. If we just enjoy this and we spend our time in this and um, we help others lead into this, and I feel like that's you know one of the best things for you know if you're a small group leader listening to this, you can have such an impact into your small group if you're enjoying God and enjoying His Word and you're leading others into that. It can be such a massive blessing to your small group, and that's what we really want to be able to see is you guys just really loving and enjoying God's Word and bringing others into that because it is a thing that we can do together. And find such a true true joy together but if we're not in it ourselves then we're very hesitant to lead on it um yeah,
1: yeah that's right that's right and to do that all, also honestly with your group you know saying i'm i'm really enjoying the word this week and share that but also i'm having struggles where you pray for me that i would mm-hmm. you know th- that we don't need to be the polished finished article do we ever um because jesus is our righteousness um so yeah that that if we show our honest struggles but our honest desire to know God through his word that will also encourage our small groups would
0: yeah completely completely and I think I think we our conversation is coming to an end here and is there anything a small encouragement or a word of wisdom um that you'd like to bring as we close
2: um
1: yeah so I was I've just been reading through um the gospels recently so reading through all four gospels and um as a family we're also reading through mark's gospel in the evenings together and one of the things that's really struck me has been the 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 desire for jesus to touch people Mm -hmm. so he touches the leper and he touches people who need to be touched such as the the dead son's coffin and the the dead girl and and just this how Jesus comes near. And then I've also been doing a little bit of work in Revelation and how the risen Christ is so shocking to John, that John falls down and that Jesus reaches out and touches him. And how the Jesus of uh, the Gospels and the Jesus who's risen and exalted longs to draw near and to touch us and to, to heal and to to restore and to assure and to say, Do not be afraid. And just wanted to encourage you that as you're reading the Bible yourself, you'll meet that Jesus Mm -hmm. who wants to draw near and who reaches out his hand to touch us. And he is the same yesterday, today and forever.
0: Thank you so much. That is really cool. It's an encouragement reminding us that as we come to know Jesus, Jesus is there wanting to come to know us. And his Holy Spirit is within us, drawing us to him as well um so it's not (laughs) all of this is not on our own strength at all Mm amazing so that does bring us to the end of this podcast um this is the second episode in our mini-series of the bible and bible study and next week we finish this off with how to lead others in this and how to lead a bible study and yeah i look forward to you're with us again Alison. for that so i look forward to chatting um more -hmm. about this and yeah and i hope you've enjoyed this podcast um Thank you for listening, and I'll see you again next week. Add it up. Go,
2: go, go.